We received tons of questions about how to donate. But, true to our mission, we only accept equipment and supplies. If you still want to contribute, but don't have equipment, you can shop our exclusive Little Wins merchandise. Proceeds from your purchase go right back into our website, making it better for you. And you get to wear some fun Little Wins gear. Shop Little Wins directly on our website at littlewins.com. Cool. Hi guys, welcome back to the Little Wins podcast. Let's talk about it. I'm Lexis, and today we're talking adaptive footwear with Ryan Garcia, co-founder and president of Friendly Shoes. Friendly Shoes. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, Lexis. Oh, thank you for being here. I'm so excited for this chat. I have so many things to say. I'll try to limit them because the point is to talk about you. No, fire away. All good. So when I was first thinking about how excited I was for our chat, I remembered the very first time I met you. And when you started describing friendly shoes and um, all the many different things that, all the thought that's gone into them, I got so excited. I ordered two pairs for my, my daughter, Ava, with CP, and she loves them. And then we, I wanted to include you in our booth at the expo in Chicago a couple months ago. It was really awesome to see how, like the interest in just setting them out on our table. And then I was a little bit bummed because people would ask me if I sold them. <laughs> I was like, no, man, I don't, but it's just, we're buddies and I believe in this product. And I was thrilled that you let us do that. And it feels like a real partnership. So it was, it was just a really good feel good moment. It was awesome. Um, a couple of people reached out after seeing the shoes there. A physical therapist group in Chicago got to see the product. They called us, had some questions, and they've been they've been referring it to their patients. and And that's the best part is when you see a product actually helping others. Um, you know, we call it friendly shoes because our shoes help others. And Joseph, when he started working on adaptive footwear technology, starting in uh, 2014, was his was his first filing date. Um, he was a licensed occupational therapist working, and the one thing that he consistently had difficulty helping people um, accomplish was putting on the shoes that they want and need for life, for active living, for vocation, for, you know, for work, for going out in the community, um, and for feeling good. Mm -hmm. um, life requires footwear, but 20 or 25% of the population has a clinical difficulty putting them on. And uh, when, when we can't easily don and doff the shoes that we need, it's a life barrier. And when we can access amazing footwear um, that adapts to our needs, it's a functional solution overcoming those life barriers. And it opens up the world for a lot of people. So that's the best part is that, you know, when you go to an abilities expo and you see people's reaction, they have a problem and they find a solution. It's powerful. It's powerful. And that's what I loved about the experience too, is that we were all, I mean, I featured a couple of products that we use and, and companies that I think are really outstanding, but it's even more powerful when we all band together. And I was like, check these things out. You know, I yeah. love that. There's a lot of power in that. Um, I love occupational therapists too. And I did see on your website um, at friendlyshoes.com, there's a video that Joseph has um i think he said he had patients who could walk what did he say a hundred 
Yeah, he had patients that that could walk a mile or even walk a hundred miles, but couldn't put on their shoes. But can't put on their shoes. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, really also powerful and relatable for so many, including myself sometimes. So I saw that you put, um, and I think it's important to note for, for anyone who may not understand that adaptive footwear doesn't mean that you have, they're only for an individual with this disability or whatever. And you put it on your website very clearly. Um, it's for, it's adaptive friendly for elderly, disabled, pregnant. Hello, that's hard. Been pregnant a few times. Yeah. And you're like, at this point, I can't tie my shoes. So we're just, that's not happening. And eco-friendly. And I want to tell you too, I have been rocking these um voyage oh gosh i'm not i'm not that flexible here i'll just <laughs> look how quick i can take it off oh there you go you got the marlows i love them and my daughter loves that we both have similar shoes which is really really cool she you know with four children a lot of times her sisters can get shoes that she can't wear with her orthotics or, or something. But then I got these, I gotta tell you, they are so comfortable <laughs> and they're Good. so cute. And I'm, I'm really eyeing the mid-rise ones now. So that's happening. Yeah, and I think your next pair should be an excursion. Um, they're lightweight um, as a mid-top, they have more lateral support, but it's shocking to have a, a mid-top shoe that weighs less than seven ounces per side. Um, so people really like that. And this, you know, our, our customers really benefit from lightweight shoes. It helps to facilitate motion and um, mobility and exercise. Just makes it easier to get out the door, to wear your shoes longer, to get the time on your feet. That's so important for, for strength and bone density and, uh, and getting out in the community. And for me, speed and agility with four children, I can just whip these puppies on and I'm like, I can run right after that. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's important. Um, I'm a huge fan. I genuinely am a huge fan. I wondered though, so you said in 2014, Joseph started Friendly Issues. What was the impetus? Like how, what, how did, how did Friendly Issues get started? So, um, well, like I said, Joseph was an OT and, or is an OT and he was in practice and has practiced in uh, New Jersey, New York, uh, and all throughout California. And, you know, he worked with pediatrics in schools and clinics. He worked with seniors, geriatrics, everything in between. Um, and the common denominator was that these individuals for different physical, neurological life event or age related reasons, um, had difficulty putting on their shoes and that prevented them from feeling good, getting the motion opportunities that they need. Um, it was a barrier to rehab. It's a barrier to life. Yeah. And what you have to understand about Joseph is that he is a total maniac, right? He is a scholastic wrestler. Um, you know, since the time he was about seven or eight years old, he wrestled in college and he's got that champions mentality. And like he always says, champions adapt. You know, they never rest on their laurels, are always looking to get better, always mm -hmm. look, looking to improve. And like so many high-level wrestlers, Joseph, um, he cannot, cannot stand losing. And the competition that he was in with his patients was to create a functional solution for them so that they can um, beat these life barriers. You know, um, OTs, their job is to create functional solutions for their patients. Mm -hmm. And there was no 
available shoe that looked and felt as good as a traditional or in-demand footwear that his patients could access. And that's how we started. In 2014, he took a hacksaw to a pair of, of uh, running shoes and he started cutting trap doors, trying to figure out how it might work. Was, is it gonna help? He got some prototypes made. He tested it on his patients and he just kept working on it. He started with the IP, with the foundation. And uh, he did that and you know, followed, followed the, uh, you know, it was quite the path. You met a guy in New York, met a guy there. Next thing you know, he's in Brazil. Next thing you know, he's over here. And the first run of shoes that got made were our leather Medimotos. They were, they were made in uh, Brazil. Let me, sorry, let me turn this off. The Medimotos are the ones I was eyeing, but to your point, like OTs, and, and I interviewed uh, one of our OTs that we've had forever. They are incredible at like a, a full, like a holistic approach to, yes, they have their skills within the OT, you know, what, whatever parameters, but they, I've had OTs come into my house and be like, do you have a spatula and some shaving cream? I'd really like to work on, you know, some kind of tactile functioning that will get her fingers moving or just very creative brains. And um, that's another reason why I think the story is so incredible because he saw a, a problem. He saw and a problem. In the, in of the yeah, Sorry. I mean, he, you know, he, he definitely saw the problem, but he saw it across from children through grandparents. Mm -hmm. There's this common theme that shoes are hard and it's the 21st century. Why aren't shoes easy? That's and good. he started with that premise. How do I make something that's going to be easy and accessible to a 90 year old who has a very different set of challenges than a eight-year-old who just can't tie laces yet mm -hmm. and so that was and beyond that it also has to look and feel good joseph mm -hmm. is um he's a, he's a shoe guy and he knows that you know it doesn't matter how easy it is if it doesn't look good and feel good it's not gonna be that functional solution so well, it's not gonna feel good overall and then that's another thing that i was saying about you know my daughter and and my other my other two daughters were they have cute shoes and you know, some of the footwear that I had for her before, for Ava specifically, she just was like, why can't I wear those ones? You know, like I want to wear the cute shoes. Of course you do. So it, it has to be, it, it's part of what makes you feel good. And um, well, I think he nailed it. Yeah. And, and for families, like, um, I'm not sure is, uh, is Ava the youngest? No, Ava's my oldest actually. Ava's so oldest, my right. twins are seven. Yeah. And then uh, Jonas is six and Billy is three. Right. So the, uh, you know, the idea is that the same shoes that Ava wears going forward are shoes that her siblings could grow into. Yep. And that's not something that you see a lot with products for the adaptive market. Um, and that's a huge point. And you also do something that I think is really important for people to know is that you can do different sizes because my daughter has, you know, she has AFOs and orthotics and one has a lift one of of her feet you know we have a leg length differential right. so there's a lift in one of her boots that's what she calls them um and and it's a lot easier to make her feel comfortable when you can get different sizes within the same order yeah the singles and, and different program that zappos started uh zappos adaptive started is phenomenal 
the demand and the need for differently sized pairs is huge. huge. There are individuals who just need one shoe and there's individuals who need different size shoes. And there's individuals who wear shoes out at different rates. Like a lot of, if, if an individual has you know, foot drag or toe drag, they're gonna wear down their shoe on that one side faster than the other. So rather than getting a whole new pair, you can go to Zappos Adaptive and just get a single and replace it. And it's not just uh, toe drag. Skateboarders, for instance, wear out their, their front foot faster than their back foot because when they ollie, they, they scrape the toe. So there's lots of different people that have this need. Um, someone could get injured late in life and have a, and it could affect their gait, resulting in wearing out a shoe faster than the other. So there's a lot of people that it helps. Um, it's not an easy thing to do for shoe brands to offer differently sized pairs, but we're no. doing it because it's what our customers need. Um, and that's just the bottom line. And that was another thing that made me just, you blew my mind in our first conversation because we really connected on so many points, but why create something if it isn't accessible, right? So when I said, I can't believe your price points and how are you doing this and how are you alive still? It's, but I'm personally not making any money. So I know how, I know how that goes, but, but the fact that you not only you, there's three of you, right? Yeah. There's three co-founders and, and I mean, we have a, we have a small team that's growing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamara and who's in Los Angeles is a total beast. Um, she's awesome. She's knows the footwear game top to bottom. Um, she knows the, the retail side. She's tremendous with details and she keeps everything on track. And she is the emerging, uh, you know, leader on this team. She's awesome. Hey girl. Hey, love that. But the fact that you guys found a way to create a solution that is comfortable and I'm wearing them on my feet and I do it often. Um, and I wash them too. They're washable by the way. Oh, awesome. Yeah. They- yeah I've washed my uh, children's shoes a couple of times. They roll straight through that, um, but it's accessible for people. Like they can buy the shoes, and then for we single moms or anybody out there who's like, I cannot buy another pair of shoes just to get the one. Yeah, it's the thought that's gone into this, and obviously so much love. Um, I just I adore you guys. I think you rock. That's- hey, I appreciate it. Um, you know, we're trying. Um, you know, when we first had our, our leather shoes from Brazil. Um, you know, when you start off um, as a shoe company, your scale is very small. Your costs are high, your sales are low. It's a, it's a tough, uh, tough nut to crack. And, uh, you know, most of the individuals in our demographic uh, are not wealthy. Um, life is hard when you are disabled or have adaptive needs or have a, have a real adverse life event that can interrupt your income. And it's tough. Yet the need for shoes is even greater. So the fact that we're young and at a small scale and aren't able to, you know, profitably offer a $35 kid's shoe the way the way a Target can um, doesn't mean that we don't do it because we, st- you know, we have to start by helping people. If we don't help people, we're not we're not doing anything right. So um, we're trying to keep our price points uh, competitive and low. Um, you know, there's always room to go up in the future if we have other styles or things that are maybe higher fashion and things. Or but if you, keep the lights on. you know, you need to keep the lights on. And yeah, all. we do. Um, and, you know, we have to get feedback. You know, we're, we're getting better. Um, our Adapt 21 collection that, that dropped in April um, 
it's been amazing. The response to the kids and the adult shoes across the board is phenomenal. We've of course identified room for improvement. We've made some tweaks. So the next round of product that, that arrives um, gets here next month. Uh, that's the rest of the ADAPT21 uh, ICANN2 collection for kids. So there's a kid's excursion, same quality and the same uh, features as, as our adult excursions. Um, looks like that, but works like that. Yes. Wait, is that camo? What am I looking at? Yeah, this is a, a camo. I so want we, yeah, well, we have, we have six styles uh, for kids in the excursion and four styles in what's called the adventure, which is a lace-up low-top, very stylish uh, shoe. So we have 11 new colorways dropping. Um, and uh, it's going to be awesome. And then behind that, we have more kids' shoes, ladies' fashion, and we've had a lot of um, a lot of men asking us for dress shoes and for dressier shoes. So that's oh. in the works too. Well, okay, let's circle back because I have a friend I want to introduce you to. Then, in that case, because I think that that could be really, really cool, or at least she could give you some like you know, some tips on what she's learned. Cause it's so interesting being a startup, isn't it? You just were like, and we're like, give us all the information, all the pitfalls. So we don't have to fall in them. <laughs> like give us all the information. Oh man. Uh, I wish I could, you know, the, the, the shoe business is even harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and that's and, why I wanted to say, take me back to Brazil. So the first, how did, how, what's the first pair like? I know we took a, a chainsaw. We figured out, you know, what the concept was. How did we get the first pair? So there's a, a process and it took um, a couple of years and Joseph started it before I was even in on the scene. So, you know, it's one thing to develop the IP. It's one thing to develop prototypes and it's another thing to move into production and sales. And um, the process of getting the prototypes you know, we communicated on uh, FaceTime and WhatsApp with a shoe dog in Brazil. In the shoe biz, there's something called a shoe dog. And that's usually someone who's highly experienced, especially in manufacturing and design and, and leading manufacturing. And we were fortunate to work with a tremendous shoe dog in Brazil who knows everything, knows everyone, has been at it for more than 40 years. And like so many people who have helped us along the way, he took a special interest in us because he saw not only is it different and it could be commercially successful, but it's actually helping people. Yep. Um, that's actually how our other co-founder Edwin joined is that Joseph was Edwin's father's OT. Edwin's father. Wait, um, what? Yeah. No so Edwin's father had had a hip or a knee procedure. And, you know, one of the, um, among the life barriers that he had as a result was inability to put on his shoes. Sure. Um, so Joseph had an early pair of prototypes. Um, they were a size too small or a size too big for for his dad. But, you know, he sat with them and Edwin got to see Joseph um, helping his father and look at the prototype and it truly was easier. Mm -hmm. um, it was, he was able to don the shoes himself that gave him a sense of independence and uh, not just a sense, it gave him, uh, helped him regain independence over uh, a very important act of self-care and act of daily living, which is donning your shoes. I mean, none of us are truly independent if we can't put on the shoes we need for life. The one you need, you need your shoes. You life, need life requires shoes. Um, life requires shoes. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, so that's how Edwin came on. Um, but you know, the thing about the, the fun and the scary and the interesting thing about, about any hard good, but especially a shoe is that, you know, you never know 
what it's going to be like until you get that parcel or that container and you open it up and you never quite know. So we got the leather shoes and um, they were great and they're stylish and they're fun, but we learned a lot. We needed wider shoes. We needed lighter shoes. We needed shoes with a little bit more cushion. Um, and so it was back to the drawing board and we did a second round of, of shoe designs in Brazil and it got better. And we were able to get onto Zappos and Silverts and a number of other adaptive e-tailers. Um, moved into Australia with an amazing company there called Every Human. It's doing an amazing job uh, for the adaptive community there. Um, and then, you know, 2020 was, was weird with uh, COVID um, to say the least. But, uh, you, you know, we had the opportunity to explore a different route in manufacturing and actually went to Asia. We were able to access some different shoe technologies that weren't, that weren't available to us in Brazil. Wait, is that right? Because I, that's one of my questions. All right, so you're not just nationwide, you're global. You can ship globally? Um, well, we ship globally. Uh, we have um, a, a tremendous distributor in Australia called Every Human. Okay. Um, we just, yeah, um, we're currently onboarding distributors in Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia, uh, the UK, Belgium, New Zealand, uh, and Canada. So, I'm so excited for you guys. Well, you've been busy. Okay, maybe 2020 yeah. a little bit, like whatever. What did you say? Weird. I don't know. I just always say different. No, it's it's amazing. Um, and it starts slow and it's non-traditional. It's not like we're going to, you know, the the people reaching out to us that have the strongest interest in representing our brand in their countries are 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 typically therapists. They're people who are physiotherapists or they're occupational therapists, and they intuitively understand um that this is a solution to a massive problem that they deal with on a daily basis yes so, i bet they're so excited because who wants to sit with a problem and that was that's what i was saying about joseph earlier i mean as an ot he could have simply identified the problem and been like ah shucks i don't know anything about shoe design you know i like that's shoes, not joseph but that's maniac and, and these are the people that i love to connect with because i feel exactly the same way it possesses me it would possess you. Like, what's the solution? How do we figure this out? Because if it's not going to be, why wouldn't it be me? You know, like we have to, once you identify the problem and you have, and of course you will find those people because, because it's so desperately needed without a doubt. And not just for, for individuals with disabilities that when you, when you, I read that on your website that you guys put the, you know, for pregnant women, I was like, God, I wish you were around when I was, yeah. I, those were some stressful moments, especially when I had little ones before and they're all dressed and they're in their winter clothes. It's freezing cold outside in Chicago. And by the time I like bend over my giant stomach to like try to tie my shoes, they're starting to take their winter clothes off and the whole thing just <laughs> is, a, is a nightmare. Yeah, no, this it's is important. yeah just zip it up and go. I love it. Yeah. Or in the case of the rear zipper, you know, what's great about it is that you can wear the shoe and walk around with the zipper in the open position. And that makes it more breathable. Um, you know, uh, makes it feel kind of like a clog. Um, and so if your hands are full and you're able to just slip your shoes on, you can just walk out the door. Yep. Um, my wife definitely wishes that she had friendly shoes when she was pregnant yep. um, with our, with our two uh, children. Um, so we're, you know, it's funny, like, the best adaptive products benefit everyone. Um, and when an adaptive product can 
can benefit the whole community and just about anyone. Um, it normalizes it and it makes it not an adaptive product. It just makes it an awesome product. An awesome and product. That's what we're yeah. trying to get to. That's where we're trying to get to. Exactly. I wear a lot of adaptive clothing actually because it's because it's awesome and because I have arthritis, you know, in my in my hands and and I have little time with four little ones. So shirts and things like that that are easy, shoes that are easy and and yet feel great and stylish. I'm I'm all in for that. That I'm, I'm over where we're going, right? Like the same as you, I'm just here for awesome products and ease and, and speed basically. So, um, I think you guys are, are crushing it. So what you were saying about Asia is that you went back to when I interrupted you rudely. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, so we had, we had identified the type of shoes that we wanted to bring out that would be lighter and that and that we could access in a greater and on a greater number of widths and sizes and it just made sense to kind of relocate manufacturing there so we could access that um, our new shoes have a phylon midsole which is uh, shock absorbing um, it's firm so it's kind of a, a hybrid comfort orthopedic midsole um, we're able to and that was the most important thing was the lightweight you know leather and the outsoles that we had in brazil were great but they were not they were not as good for our demo, especially for individuals with CP. Lightweight matters. If you have an AFO, it's already heavy enough. Absolutely. Need that lightweight shoe. So we did that, and you know that was a journey. Just you know, with COVID, we couldn't travel over there, and it was a lot. I mean, it was all done by by Zoom, and um, which is kind of a risk. But when the shoes arrived, they were amazing. Um, they've done great on the market. Um, you know, almost every day we get emails with someone thanking us and just saying how the shoe helped them. And it's such a variety of people. Uh, it's oftentimes um, someone our age that's saying, hey, this worked great for my mom. Mm -hmm. Other people said, hey, I got this because I had, um, I was in a car accident and my OT told me, hey, check out Friendly Shoes, they could help. And they keep wearing them even after that, uh, even after they've uh, recovered. So, uh, you know, and with the kids, it seems to be the kids' shoes are, are just flying off the shelf. Um, we're basically sold out of our of our current force models. They're gonna be, uh, resupplied in a month along with the with the new kid shoes but with the kids it's like everyone knows the kids can't don't or won't tie laces mm -hmm. um and you know in a sense it's a big percentage of children that actually struggle even healthy able-bodied children sometimes have you know their, their fine motor skills aren't aren't aren't, aren't there aren't yet fine they're not as fine i have three others that like you know obviously ava we're working on it but i have three others none none of my kids can tie their shoes okay we've been working on it we do the loop swoop we do the bunny ears the whole thing like you're right it is absolutely something that is a challenge but the independence it gives her when she can zip up her shoe yep she needs that yeah it's like every single win here you know what i mean she zips up her shoe and she's like boop shoulder pop it, and then you can tell any single time she can do something for herself yeah it's children funny. love independence they crave yes. it and they i need to be independent and um uh, my my son so he was uh almost three when we went to market with the um first round of shoes and so shortly after we started our little pop-up retail store with our uh, leather shoes to kind of oh my um, God, 
I'm so oh, no, sorry. no worries. Um, all notifications. I'm mortified. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but my son has been, you know, wearing friendly shoes, kids samples since he was three. And he's been completely shoe independent since he was three years old. I have, I mean, scarcely if, if ever put on his shoes in the last almost three years. And um, apparently that is a luxury uh, denied to all other parents. <laughs> so we're trying to change that. Yes. Um, you know, the, the zippers are easy, they're fun, they're discreet. Um, the new kid shoes that are dropping next month have laces, so they're fully adjustable and expandable. Kids can get the right fit, parents can fit their children, and then the kids enter exit through the zipper. And as they uh, need and want to learn to tie laces, the laces are there to practice and they're fully functional. So you got the best of both worlds in a lightweight, grippy shoe, stylish, it's gonna stand out uh, at school on the playground and uh, every, every kid's gonna want them. I mean, well, I already want them. And when we did a giveaway with you guys on Little Wins, I gotta tell you, it was kind of a heartbreaker because after one of the first times ever, this was just something when we talked, I started last year when I felt like we needed to boost morale for people. I was like, let's do giveaways and show companies that partner because that alone feels good for the people. And let's give some things away for free and into a lucky winner. Let's just make it fun. And when you guys agreed to do that, I was so excited. Um, a week after we closed the giveaway, I was still having people reach out to be like, is it closed or, and I felt so bad. I've not had that experience. So we may have to do another one if you're open to it, but, no, but I had cool. to ultimately say like, yes, it is. I'm so sorry. But um, when do these, the, ex the excursion shoes, is that what we're calling them? Yeah, the kids excursion and the kids adventures. So, you know, they're behind schedule with the shipping. Um, international shipping right now is crazy. It's probably gonna be that way for the foreseeable future. Yeah, but um, they should arrive in Los Angeles um, in the early, in the first week of next month. It'll take a week or two to get um, disembarked and brought down to our warehouse and then we'll be shipping. Um, close to half of all the shoes, I mean, over 10,000 some odd pairs are, are, are sold. So, you know, we're gonna have to reorder quick and just keep it coming. Wait, um, so you're doing pre-orders. I'm behind, I'm behind the times. Well, some of these, most of those pre-orders are actually from uh, retailers. Oh, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay, no, so we no, got no, like, no. we got to hop on this, folks. I think, um, I think we're doing the pre-orders for direct to, to consumers starting next week, so. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, anyone listening here, uh, subscribe to our email list. We're sending out weekly specials and uh, weekly updates with just um, new things coming. Uh, special prices and, uh, you know, promos. So sign up because that's the best way to, to stay in the friendly loop. That's what I was just going to ask you. How do we do that? So that, and then also, if you want to send me that information, I can add it to our weekly newsletter because yeah, we'll do. this, especially for back to school, like this is, we need to know. Um, that, yeah, would, for sure. that would be awesome. How exciting. I got to get on that. Making note to buy myself shoes too. <laughs> um, well, kids excursion shoes sound great. And it, do you have anything else in the works that you guys are thinking of in by way of expanding or? Yeah, so um, we've got 17 or 18 new adult styles, um, colorways that are coming out in our excursion, voyage and force models. Um, and the styling is beautiful. And uh, we've made subtle improvements to the shoes that'll just keep 
keep making them better. Um, and uh, looks like we're going to be entering Japan um, on uh, on a on a TV station there. There's it's like a shopping channel, and uh, it's a, it's the way that a lot of brands have kind of entered Japan. You get some widespread exposure and interest, and uh, we're hoping that that goes well because no one takes their shoes on and off more than the Japanese. So um, our shoes make make sense there, and uh, we think it's it's uh, going to be great. Um, but we're excited. The kids' shoes are fun, and they're lightweight, and they're colorful, um, and they're easy. And uh, now you can wear an excursion. Your children can wear an excursion. Mm -hmm. They could eventually grow into your shoes, and it's fun, you know. Um, it's huge because the, it truly that simple fact alone. When I got these shoes, my friendly shoes, and Ava has them too. Her face when she saw that I I had a pair too. Because imagine how many times in a day she feels like she doesn't have the same experience or she won't be able to, or like, you know, Stella wears my, you know, my heels and walks around in the house like a lot of kids do. And um, I know, cause I can see, you know, that there's something about that that's obviously difficult. Yeah, it's just inaccessible. Um... And then I put these on and her face, she was like, she puts her foot out, you know, she's like, are we matching? Are we twins? This is everything. Let's say they weren't as functional and as incredible and as well thought out as they, as they clearly are and improving every day. And, and I'm a huge fan in wearing more of them uh, as soon as these new ones drop. That moment alone for a child is that's unforgettable for her it's life-changing and and i really am grateful for that as a, as a mom no that's awesome to hear um and that's was always one of joseph's goals was you know we got to make these products so that the whole family can use them so the whole family can show support for their adaptive loved one but um one one other thing so the kids shoes are you know they're they're wider and deeper than most kids shoes which is great. And that's why it's able to accommodate uh, orthotics and AFOs, but it's also really good for natural foot development for any child. Most kids shoes are narrow. Um, they're crap. They're cheap. They're heavy. They have heavy. Subpar materials. They're heavy, and they, but and they don't, they don't. Um, what is the word? Do you see what I'm doing with my hands? This weird gesture. They're not, they're not supportive. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're like bricks. Ultimately, yep. the only reason I know this is because my son, when he started walking, would roll his feet in. So I, I put him in PT because he's already going to be tall. We can't have that, you know, a super tall guy with like, you know, it's not good for anything. Um, they put him in these New Balance shoes with one insert, and he was almost like, <laughs> like robotically moving, like like what is this heavy weight on my foot? Um, it ultimately helped as much as it could at the time, but this is so much more effective. This is like a better way of approaching it. And I, I'm, this is no shade on New Balance. I also wear New Balance, but um, for that purpose alone, for just foot function and growth as in when they grow so quickly, I love that you guys have that in mind while you're designing yeah um the way that we approach the kids shoes because we didn't you know the the kids shoe industry came to us not the other way around people 
from day one walked in the store and said, Oh, great concept. You got it for kids. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, we're, you know, we're focused on the, on seniors, this and that. And like, just, just, just shut your mouth to make kids shoes. So <laughs> like, okay. So we started that and you know, kids shoes are, are hard. It costs just about as much to make a, a quality kid shoe as it does an adult shoe. There may be slightly less material, but it's the same amount of handling and work and inspection and sourcing and on and design work. Um, but you sell them for a third or, you know, or at most a half the cost of the adult shoe. And so it's, it's, it's tough. But what we did is that we just looked at it and said, kids have the same needs as adults, if not greater needs. Children need a shoe that's supportive, that, that can accommodate their needs, that they can swap out the insole for a lift or an orthotic as necessary and recommended. They need a midsole that's going to absorb cushion and provide support. Um, their feet should not be encased in skinny little shoes that may look great on a shelf or look very dainty or um, attractive, Whatever. but they're not great for foot development. Children need, you know, the foot needs to expand and strengthen itself. Um, also, most kids' shoes, uh, they're not very comfortable because mm-hmm. kids don't complain. If, right. kid, if, if a shoe looks cool, that's what most kids care about. And they don't have a basis for comparison and comfort. And consequently, most kids' shoes are not very comfortable. They're not very cushioned. They're not very smooth. Um, mm-hmm. They're not very wide and they're not very adaptable. So we just took the same properties that make our adult shoes terrific and shrunk it down for kids. Memory foam, removable insoles, um, quality. You have to have that because in Ava's shoes, I take one out and then we put another one in, like one has none and we put, and the other one has two. It's like, it's just, I'm sure other people feel that way as well. But yes, yeah. and in this memory foam and the width of the shoe and their ability to, to move their toes and use, it's like that, remember when that was a thing, that barefoot running or whatever? Yeah. You know? And there was a lot of logic to it. There know? was a lot of logic. I mean, there's a lot of like silly, like I'm not going to say silly because I'm not a doctor and I don't know anything about anything, but, but there was the logic that it had. I felt we could be applying here because- they need to be able to be moving all the muscles and the and the bones and everything in their yep. feet to grow. And that's the foundation for the rest of their life. The way that they hold their body, their the way their alignment and their bone growth and everything, it's extremely important. And people need to know that because, like you said, it's not widely known. And we are just trying to buy affordable shoes that our kids will wear because let's face it, it's not easy to get children to put shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know why. It's, it's like, well, it's, it's hard. hard. Um, like it's, it, it's not obvious. Like it's not easy. You know, most shoes they're, they look like that. You have to wedge your foot in. And what most people do, children included, is they wear oversized shoes or they, or they leave their shoes tied loosely so that they can slip it on easier. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you're not really getting the benefits of the shoe, no matter what shoe it is. Mm-hmm. So making properly fitted footwear easier to put on um, with the, just a smooth, joyous, customer experience. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Um, the trick is to make sure that it doesn't look like an adaptive shoe or, a, you know, you can't tell it looks like, this. no, you cannot tell at all. I literally get compliments on my shoes all the time. We've actually, we actually had someone who, um, ordered our shoes and then called and said, Hey, I just got the shoes. They look great, but I don't see the zipper. And she hadn't seen that rear zipper. Cause it's kind of hidden on purpose. It's discreet. Yeah, it looks and, like it could be part of the laces, actually, now that you say that. 
it's very i'm looking at mine right now yeah it's uh, but like i don't even care if it's discreet i wouldn't even need it to be discreet i think it's awesome that's a zipper i got no shame in the fact that i need to throw my feet in shoes and zip it up and run it's yeah, <laughs> just, like, um, just like that's how my life is but that's so interesting to think and you know what i wanted to before i forget it's so relatable and as founders of of companies where we are just just trying to make people's lives more enjoyable when you said people would come into your store and say why don't you have kids shoes and like call us when you do and you just feel so just like hang on <laughs> because when i started little wins it was only focused for children because that's what i knew i needed to start with one singular focus right so that i didn't get i just wanted to keep it going and it yeah. wasn't too overwhelming or misleading or distracting and to everyone else i had so many emails and i would get phone calls from people who were like you do realize that adults and elders need help too i do of course i do <laughs> i was like hold on i'm coming for everyone like i'm not leaving anybody behind this is just my this is just b1 folks but i like that's why i giggled when you said that and not in like a haha way but like oh gosh i feel you kind of way like we're not going to leave anybody behind. It doesn't, it, it just needs to start with a focus. And, um, and you did that. And like you said, for your, how you're speaking, like for friendly shoes, that's different from little ones is that you got to shrink a shoe. You already had the shoe. Yeah, no, we had the shoe. Um, you know, and, and kids shoes are, they're fun because you can get a little bit more, um, the colors and the styles you can kind of get 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 a little cray cray you know yeah. it looks like i mean i think it looks like melted crayons my son loves it oh it's my god blue and red and yellow it's like primary colors and almost like a like a primary color camouflage um with hot yellow uh, lining and you know it's awesome uh, i can't wait for for uh, you all to see it i want to see it right now can i get a sneak peek well you know yeah. send me the information if you want you do, can you do it oh, okay because yeah. i i wrote down when you were talking um who picks the colorways i i'm so i my former life was in fashion and so these things are obviously fascinating to me who does these things so i can talk about that a little bit i think you need to i think uh, i did that i think okay. i did it Sorry, screen. you did it all right but we're gonna have to talk through it for those who aren't going to watch the video maybe they're listening so let's like okay. we'll talk through it so shoe design you know um ideally we would have uh the opportunity for market research and get some data and have a collaborative process where all of our customers and retailers have some input but the reality is that you are designing these things especially as a young company in the dark and relying upon to an extent your own experience and intuition looking at what uh, looking at what color ways work work well where and one of our challenges is that we're selling from the UK to Singapore, from Canada to Australia. So these right. are different markets with different needs. Right. Like this all black shoe here. This is the um, this the all black adventure, uh, just a stylish um, low top, uh, yeah. fully adjustable front uh, front easy shoe access, phylon midsole, um, very just a classic shoe. So in the UK, all black is the is the color for for um, shoe uniforms well in singapore it's all white right. so we need to be doing this shoe in all white which we will be um oh i want those so, I love white shoes. yeah 
kind of looks like this looks like that on the inside oh my gosh that is awesome okay so those who can't yeah. see it the zipper goes all the way around the front but it is very discreet and it looks sleek like like a hot rod right it's like yeah. a Lamborghini shoe I love it so here's an excursion <gasps> um oh my god yeah. my girls are gonna freak out yeah it's, it's a good one and the uh, same thing it, we're know, looking at a neon, what is that? I always get this confused. Cheetah, leopard, what is that? That's uh, a leopard. Yeah, sorry. Uh, dark, I get wrong leopard print. <laughs> it's a neon leopard print. Oh, the girls are going to go nuts. <gasps> yeah, and then we got this excursion, I'm calling it the uh, snow camel. So it's a mostly black shoe, which is great for back to school and for outdoor use and kind of a general shoe for a lot of kids. Boys and girls can wear this uh, easy, but it has a little flash of... Uh, kind of a gray snow camel to make it stand out so it's not just a black shoe mm -hmm. um, i think that one's going to be a lot of fun um, and again easy on easy off enter exit through the zip adjust the laces as necessary remove the insole if you need greater depth um and that mid-rise has to be good for wait hold on that just erased my brain but we'll get back to that that mid-rise has to be great for ankle support too right i would have to imagine yeah it is um and it's kind of a low mid top it's not a it's not a high top but it has this extra eyelet here you see that that red eyelet oh. and um you know um if if parents or children need or want more more lateral support you can do a lace lock technique through this extra eyelet and really kind of secure it so that children are getting that lateral support they need very important yeah, um, uh, my little well. one needs that. She needs ankle support. So I'm always okay. First of all, these what? Who came up with this? Is this like it's okay? It's red, white, and blue camo. Yeah, like peekaboos with a yellow insole. That I'm wait. This is so. This is rad. My son is gonna go crazy. I'm so look at me. I'm like giddy. I'm so excited for these new colorways. My kids are gonna go nuts. Yeah, this is fun. This is my son's favorite. And as to the, to the design process, um, our shoe dog um, works with a designer also based in the UK, who is amazing. She's designed so many shoes and we give her ideas and we tell her what we want. And she sits down and a couple of days later, we've got, we've got drawings of three or four models of shoes in five or six different color, colorways each. And then we take it to um, the factory and our shoe dog looks at material swatches and you know, and he's got vast experience that allows him to kind of see what's going to work, what's not going to work, what's able to be produced efficiently and well, and what's not. And we just kind of go through it. And then eventually we wind up with, you know, 10 or 12 colorways that we think could work. And then we get a little feedback from our children and our wives and people we know and other parents at my jujitsu gym, you know, you, you get your input wherever you can. Yep. Um, you ever yeah. survey? your people because i do that sometimes i hate surveys too but i will survey periodically just to be <gasps> look at that yellow insole look at that yeah and one other thing we're doing with all of our shoes but we really focused on, on the kids is making it sensory friendly there's mm -hmm. some children who have sensory they're they're just very sensitive to sensation you find this commonly if uh children who isn't? Have, yeah. yeah exactly literally who isn't so the the linings um are very smooth. We've tried to eliminate any contact with stitching. And, um, you know, we're not even using a, like a press on label. We're actually printing ink directly onto the tongue so that it's even smoother. So there's no rubbing. So children can wear this without 
without um, socks and okay. still be comfortable. Because a lot of children struggle with socks. Socks you know? and tags. Listen, people, this is important. This is what I mean to say when you are an incredibly special and important, very impressive and super exciting company to watch because of things like this. Like you just get it. My son will tweak out if I put a shirt on him and there's a tag. He's been like this since, since day one. Socks have to be a certain length. And, you know, I get it. You know what? There are certain lengths of socks I don't like either. But, you know, we were made to push through that. <laughs> Imagine how much happier we'd be if we, if we just knew what level, what height of sock we liked. Um, that you're doing that is incredible. I've had to snip out with needlepoint scissors tags from shoes to make him comfortable. The fact that you say that, this is incredible. And this one, are you going to make this an adult asking for myself, not a friend? You know, I, I think we will. Um, and this is a great, this is a great shoe. Um, anyone can wear it. Um, we have it in kids now, but uh, we're definitely looking at doing this shoe in adults um, and a couple other of the adventures. I'm not sure if I have a picture. I of love it. this one. Yeah, this is a good one. We call this the uh, Olive Camo or Canyon. Um, you can wear it just about anything. Yeah, so it's olive and black with with the camo and and some red splashes and it and it's yeah yeah it's it's good and um, I love we're it. excited. Uh, my daughter wants this this shoe, so she wants this shoe and she wants that shoe. Of course, my my Stella and Billy they're they're pink girls. We have some pink. Is that leopard again? See, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Okay. Black leopard, pink. We have some gold glitter. My mine girls in glitter. I'm telling you what. But my Ava would really like the same. I bet you me, Jonas, and Ava would like the green and red that you were showing. Yeah. And this one is so Billy and Stella. They're flashy. I'm about one? to buy it. I am pre-ordering so many shoes. <gasps> <laughs> you guys, <laughs> this is so fun. What? Yeah, uh, we call this Princess Jasmine. Joseph's oh, daughter named it. So uh, it's got that rainbow leopard print. Um, it's got gold laces and gold accent. Um, it's shiny. It stands out. It's bright. Um, it's got a real soft pink. Um, and it's going to be an awesome shoe. It's beautiful. And Princess Jasmine is literally the perfect name for it. I love her because I've always wanted to have a tiger. I get it. Yeah. And then we got this one too. Um, awesome too. Yeah. So again, just kind of rainbow pink, um, kind of a light teal on the laces. And some and, metallic uh, vibe. Some metallic vibe there. Yeah. Side. Yeah. Those are fresh. Those are super spring tones too. I yeah, it'll really be good. Awesome. So we're excited. Um, I don't. So. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for myself, frankly, because. I want to be the first to pre-order all these shoes. I'm deadly serious, Ryan. This is happening. I love them. I don't, um, if I didn't, I would just be like, oh, good job, wonderful, excellent. But you really nailed it. And again, the thought that goes into it, I love your company. It's incredible. I know that you have, and I also feel really special that you're showing me these things right now. Yeah, no, this is- Thank this you, is like a sneak peek. There's uh, four or five other colorways that I don't have these high-res images of handy. Um, there's three other low tops that are in this style. 
Um, one's got orange and olive and black. Ooh. It's it's really nice. Um, and then uh, one's kind of a lighter pink, um, and the other is kind of a dark leopard with brilliant purple and silver glitter. Um, it's pretty awesome. Silver. Those are Ava's favorite colors. Yeah, I'm just buying your entire line. It's fine. We'll just. I'm gonna yeah. get like you know the size up for each pair. <laughs> they these kids go through shoes like you read about. Yeah, for 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 kids. I mean, that's that's a lot of shoes, especially with the winter time and the summertime. You have different uh, climates. Mm -hmm. We burn so. through them though. They get a lot of love, for sure. That is so awesome. Wait, do I need to stop? No, no, no. My bad. It's no, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I just have one more question. I know that I said one hour, and I'm already no, no, this is great. going over. I just want to make sure. I'm so grateful for your time. I think hell yeah, every time I see anything that you guys do. And we here at Little Winds are so proud to even know you because we're, we're like-minded people and, and to have you on our resource list and, and be able to go through this journey together, you know? Um, yeah, and we are, we are grateful for the support. Um, it's what keeps us going. Um, the shoe business is hard. Um, market conditions, the economy, COVID, you know, sociopolitical events in Asia, there's a lot of factors that bear on our ability to be able to bring affordable, quality, uh, attractive, adaptive footwear to market. So every time we're able to get even one more customer or expose our brand to even one more person, it really, it really matters and it really helps. And, um, you know, with the nature of shoes is that an awful lot of the resources in a company are invested in, in inventory. Mm -hmm. So marketing is always a challenge getting, you know, getting that, getting the word out there. And then even marketing to the adaptive community through social media has been a challenge. Uh, Facebook right. and Instagram, they're kind of ghosting uh, adaptive brands of all sorts and adaptive influencers. And, uh, Wait, I heard this was because it's an, it was the last iOS update, but I've experienced that too, because like you, I'm a self-funded startup. So we also don't make it. Yeah, I don't, that, I don't know if it's iOS, but. Um, I don't think so either. I was going to say that sounds like some phony baloney, but, I, but to hear you're the third person in our, um, in our community that said that to me, I've, I've seen that as well. What's with that? Who do we call? Well, we've had to call um, Facebook and Instagram and Amazon, and we'll find out why our ads that are targeting different demos are not being approved and why they're approved and they're pulled. And then even of, even of the ads that we run, why the engagement is so low. Yep. Why is it that we, if we run an ad that is, um, a, that is just seeking gen parents generally, mm -hmm. that we get greater engagement than if we're doing adaptive. And they say it's because they're, they're, they're trying to protect the uh, adaptive community or the elderly community or the disabled community. But um, that's BS. In reality, yes. it's that these ads, this content on um, adaptive influencer content is not as engaging, does not create the same engagement, broadly speaking, as uh, able-bodied content. And so they, they minimize or hide or ghost adaptive influencers and brands because they want people to have more engagement. So that's a challenge. And uh, the no, it's, yeah, like you Instagram said, it's not, it's not a challenge. If we all get together and we all attack them on the same day, we can be very annoying. I mean, I can be very annoying. You can probably be, I don't know, a, a different word. Really 
Yeah, that's what, that, like that's what I can be extremely annoying. That's what I do with insurance companies all day long. Like I'll just send you the same fax for letters of medical necessity 73 times because you said you didn't get it the first time. Oh, really? <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Um, yeah. That's not cool. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you have everyone needs to start including every person that belongs at the party, which is every single person. And I believe that people want to see that. And, and that's just big picture, but our missions aligned in the fact that if you're going to pay to advertise, you listen, people, you made a shoe that will, that will make people lives easier and and happier more enjoyable and then you're paying on top of it to just make sure that that information gets to them it's like saying an ad i hate saying that like sponsored listings whatever it's like legal verbiage when really all you're trying to do is say hey i made a thing i think yeah. you might like it but you want it to get to the people and and all of this with the word don't get me started maybe we'll talk about this another day i get whoo I get heated. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, anything I can do always, um, I, I will absolutely include you and always get the word out. Uh, yeah. Well, what, what uh, we've been asking people to do is just go out of your way to follow us on social media, subscribe to our email list. So we can reach you directly. Um, you know, uh, turn on notifications for our company and other adaptive companies and influencers that you may be interested in because there's a lot of great content out there that you may not be seeing because it's not appearing on your feed because these social media companies are ghosting adaptive influencers and brands, um, believing that uh, able-bodied influencers and brands uh, drive more or create better engagement. So And yeah, drive us further apart socially. Yeah, that's like, exactly what it does. I mean, um, hi. Uh, gross. Anyways, it's a, challenge. it's a challenge. I've seen it in our insights, like where we used to have, you know, however many people see our posts now it's so much lower. It's yeah, I feel, yeah. but anyways, we are smarter, faster, and more agile than that. We'll come back. I know we will. Um, what I wanted to ask you was, I think if there's anyone listening, which is which has definitely happened a few times when, when people wanted to, they were thinking of being a PT or thinking of being an OT. And that's why we're, they were listening to that particular podcast um, here. If someone was thinking of starting a startup, what would be, and this is a hard question. Someone asked me this recently, we could go on for hours, but what would be like one or two things that you would say as advice um, for that journey? Well, um, I mean, there's a lot and I've failed several times in other startups and, um, it's a tough journey. Uh, I would say you have to be realistic about your, your capability of doing it. Um, you can expect not to make much money for a while. You're going to be risking yours and probably other people's money. Um, the, the 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 journey is fraught with peril mm -hmm. so what gets you through it um in my experience is really having a personal goal like in my case it's, it's providing for my family that is such an overarching driving factor that wakes me up every day but you need to have a goal and a passion relative to the product 
if you're not passionate about your product, if you don't care, if it's just a widget, then there are businesses where you can do it. There's a lot of people selling stuff on Amazon. They don't care a, a lick about what the product is, what's trending. Can they source it? Can they get it to the Amazon warehouse? And can they flip it? And that's cool. And that's a viable business model and go for it. But if you're starting a, a labor or a, a product of, of a love or product, yeah, a passion mission, like, like a start. You gotta have a reason. You gotta have a reason. And, you know, for us, it's real simple. It's just helping others. Mm -hmm. um, you know, friendly shoes help others. Be friendly, help others. Like that's, that's not just a slogan. Like we've internalized that. That's what drives us. You know, every colorway, who's it going to help? You know, what hole in the market is it filling? Mm -hmm. um, that, that Are we proud of it? Can we go to bed every night? Like, that's why our, our motto is smashing the stereotypes and improving lives. Like, can I go to bed every night and, and feel better than when I thought, when I knew there was a problem, when I recognized a massive problem? And then it kept me up all night for years and years, trying, like thinking about individuals and families and, and why life is like this. Every night when I go to bed, knowing that I went to bat for this, I've never loved my job more. But Rob with peril, Rob with peril though, is like, that's, that's something to note, folks. Oh, it um, is. And, you know, the same yeah, time. And failure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everything's fraught with peril working a job your whole life um that may or may not you know advance you in your career i mean there's there, there's risks risks everywhere so for us it's just is it helping and when you really experience watching it help others when you see the the impact it has on people um i can think back to a couple of times in our retail store in hillcrest in san diego where someone walks in and i remember a woman walks in and picks up the shoe works the zipper and then just turns over and starts crying. She says, I think my husband can, can put these on. Her husband has early onset Parkinson's. He's still working at Home Depot. They're not going to be in a position where he can stop. He absolutely needs a pair of shoes that he can put on himself and go to work with. Yeah. And accommodate his, you know, tremoring and his, his condition. And feel like yeah. he can put his shoes on, okay? Because as someone who's not been able to put my shoes on sometimes, there's something to that of just like feeling like- help, help, You're helpless. Help, yeah. You know, you need a caregiver. You don't, you don't have one. Then mm -hmm. you're going to shuffle about in oversized loafers. Or you're going to, and you see it all the time. Um, I was at federal jury duty a couple of weeks ago and there was a senior woman who was shuffling her feet because she was wearing these loose slip-ons because presumably she could put them on and she probably couldn't put on other shoes and um you know i spoke to her a little bit and you know asked her, and she goes oh well you know i'm i'm not that old so i like sandals and she said that but the reality is that she probably could not put on footwear and when she had to walk across the court the courthouse to get to the other room with the rest of the jury pool it was a real challenge she was a gross fall risk and you know, better footwear uh, would help her out a lot. So the problem is there, the solution is there, and we just have to keep moving forward. Yeah, and and be supportive of of each other in that moment. And and to her, to this woman, if she ever hears this message, like, what a hero, fall risk or not, she made it across and she shuffled her way through. But, but no one has to be ashamed of that. I am here. I'm always the first person to say, I have had moments in my life where I could not tie my shoes. And it wasn't just when I was pregnant. I've had surgeries, like whatever. Yeah. 
I wear them now because I'm a mom and I need to like, guys, let's all get on board. Okay. There is, you know, this is an awesome footwear company, you friendly shoes, you friendly people and a brilliant design structured for your body, for your physical alignment and with, you know, multifaceted goals in mind and also really, really cute. Loving the new designs. I'm pumped awesome. for it. Um, when you see my massive order come through, just think of me as a distributor. I'm going to distribute them to all my children. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, pretty, pretty close with four kids. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for your time. I always love our chats. I swear we could we could talk about so many things all day. Thank you so much. And, and welcome. well done, my friend. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Um, I look forward to uh, sending your your shoes out for your children and let's get some photos of them and Oh yeah. oh yeah, totally. You got that. No worries. Right. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Have a great yeah. day. Bye. Okay. Bye.